down Some way simple, some profound But I always have you Good morning, Broadway Christian Church. I hope you're doing well uh, this morning. Uh, I'm here today to share with you our plan for the next couple weeks at Broadway Christian Church in light of uh, the changes that our, our governor has uh, put in place uh, last week for us. I think that most of us uh, imagined, maybe a month or so ago, or maybe even last week, uh, imagined the first Sunday that we would come back to the church building together. And I think probably a lot of us imagined how, how great that was gonna be and how we would get to be hugging one another and everything would be uh, in some ways um, you know, back to normal. And I think we've realized this week that um, if we opened up the doors anytime between now and even in July, uh, that that just wouldn't be the case. That first of all, there would be many of the people in our church uh, because they are older or because they have health problems or because they are uh, caring for others with health problems that many of them just wouldn't be able to come. And even so, those of us that were there would need to be practicing social distancing measures in some way. And so that's a disappointment. And I just want to acknowledge and recognize that it's a disappointment to me. It wasn't what I had in my mind when we thought about what it would be like when we first came back together. So yesterday, both your, your staff and uh, your elders uh, met together uh, to pray and to talk and to seek God's direction on um, our plan for the next few weeks and months. And uh, what I wanna say first is that there was, um, even for me and my experience with our staff and our elders, which is always that there is a great deal of unity, um, I was even um, surprised at how unified our staff and our elders were about the vision and the direction and the heart of where we needed to go over the next few weeks. Uh, there may have been a few quibbles or disagreements about details, uh, but the heart of where we're going over the next uh, few weeks and months um, were, was very clear and uh, we were unified together in our thoughts about that. Uh, we spent some time, uh, both the staff and then uh, the elders, um, in quiet and in silence, uh, asking, Lord, what do you want from us? And really seeking to hear the Lord's voice and then going around the room and giving an opportunity for uh, people to, to share what they heard the Lord saying. And some of us had per very personal things to say about what the Lord was saying to us and others had uh, things that he wanted to say uh, to us as a congregation. And uh, again, it was a, a great time of, of sensing um, that the Spirit was among us and the decisions that we're, we were making uh, were from Him. As I've been saying from the beginning, uh, the, the framing question for, for me and for our leaders during this time is what does it mean for us to love our neighbor right now? And uh, so that question certainly includes questions about safety and caution, uh, protecting uh, the vulnerable around us, it, it, it includes following guidelines uh, set by our government officials that God has set in place. Uh, and it also um, acknowledges what it means to love our neighbor right now. Um, also acknowledges the, the emotional and spiritual needs that we have to be present together. Um, as I said in a sermon a couple weeks ago, we weren't made to live like this. 
And so um, we knew that this question of what it means to love our neighbor right now had to include questions about those emotional and spiritual needs uh, that we have right now um, in our lives, especially to be together, and the biblical calling that we have uh, to, to be together as believers. Another thing uh, that influenced our, our decisions that we've made is that, that we believe that this, that this time, and really over the last year, that this is a time that God wants us as a church very deliberately to deepen the relationships and the friendships that we have in our smaller groups. And that that is a priority for us. Uh, that God, um, last year, um, before we knew anything about the, the pandemic, he reorganized our church in a very significant way. Um, he took us from having 40 to 50 people who were involved in small groups to almost 200 people who were involved in small groups. Um, the Lord was gracious and kind to us in that way. And earlier in January or February, um, one of our staff members reminded me that in January or February, I was sharing with the staff and elders that I just did not have clear direction about where he wanted us to go this year which was really unique for me. Usually in January, I, I kind of have an idea of where we're going. And uh, the Lord was just quiet about that. And so uh, all that to say, um, it's very clear to me that, that God has been speaking to us and to our staff and that one of the priorities that we have and one of the blessings of this season um, is that it is an opportunity for us to grasp onto and hold onto uh, the importance of these uh, small group relationships that we have and the friendships that we have um, in the small groups that God has placed us in. So um, here, here's the plan. Here's the, the sketch of the plan after I've told you some of the things that we were thinking about yesterday. Uh, first of all, we are going to, uh, to communicate a plan to you at this point two weeks at a time. Uh, so I'm going to share with you about our plan for, uh, for this Sunday the 10th and also for next Sunday the 17th. And then a couple weeks from now, uh, we'll do the same for the next two Sundays. So for this Sunday the 10th, uh, we are going to plan this Sunday the 10th to meet as we have been over the last couple of months. Um, a lot of those decisions are based on some logistics and some questions that we have unanswered. And, um, and so we are simply going to do what we've been doing over the last couple of months this Sunday, the 10th. On the 17th, we will open the doors to the church building at, at 910 Broadway. However, we want to encourage you um, to gather um, with another family or with your small group in a responsible way and to watch that live stream together and uh, to spend some time in fellowship together in a smaller group of people. We are encouraging you to do that on Sunday the 17th. If you are considering coming to the building or if you don't have a small group that you are a part of, please you are welcome to come that Sunday, but please keep these things in mind. Uh, first of all, as on the 17th, our main audience, as I'm preparing for uh, uh, my sermon for that Sunday, and uh, as we're doing announcements, our main audience is still going to be the camera, as it has been. Uh, we'll most likely move the camera downstairs, and that uh, we'll be gathering in the, on the lower level. Um, but our main audience is still going to be the camera, and you'll be, be watching that. Of course, I'll be interacting with you as well. 
um, but we're going to be very mindful of uh, that most of the people in our church will most likely still be at home or um, at, at a friend's home, and will be um, that will be our 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 main our main focus. Secondly, on the seventeenth, um, if you are over the age of sixty-five, we are asking you to stay home. Uh, we are also asking on the 17th that no children or youth come. And uh, Pastor Simps, just want to say to the, to the children and youth, Pastor Simps will be sharing with you some of the reasons for that. Um, mainly the reason um, in particular for, uh, for youth is that the youth already have uh, the Zoom um, meetings that they have on Sunday evenings. And uh, Pastor Simps really wanted to ask you all to make sure that you don't come on the 17th so that there is space for other people to come. And so he'll share a little bit more with you about that. But on the 17th, um, we're asking for no children or youth to come. If you come on the 17th, we are going to be expecting everyone who comes to practice social distancing. Um, I'm not going to tell you what all that is. You have heard that at least a thousand times in the last two months. Um, but it, all those things of, of keeping six feet away from one another, washing your, uh, washing your hands, using hand sanitizer. Um, we're also going to encourage you uh, to, to wear a mask that day. And for, uh, for all of you to be aware, if you don't know this, uh, for those who are wearing a mask, um, that actually provides very little protection for you, but does provide protection for people around you. And so this, again, this question of what does it mean to love my neighbor? Um, we can leave our pride at the door and we can wear a mask in order to protect our neighbors. One of our elders uh, said that last night and it has stuck with me that if you come on the 17th, we are asking you to leave both your pride and your fear at the door. Uh, neither of those things have any place in the worship gathering of God's people. And so when you come uh, to set aside your own pride, your own thoughts, your opinions about what's happening right now, and to care and to love your neighbor, and to not be fearful of what's happening, uh, but to point your attention um, vertically in, in worship of our Lord. If you come on the 17th, we're also going to ask for you to be, to be volunteering, to wipe down surfaces after things are over. And uh, so just be aware that we'll be asking you to volunteer for that. A few years ago, we did a Good Friday service at uh, St. John's Lutheran, just across the street from, from us. And as Broadway Christian Church was, was gathering there for that joint service with that other congregation, I just watched the way that you all interacted with one another. And every Sunday morning, there is affection and hugs and handshakes and hands on the shoulder and um, a warm embrace and getting close to one another and praying for one another. That is part of who we are. And I noticed it when we were at a different church. Uh, there was something about being in a different location and watching you continue to interact in that way. Uh, I was so proud to be your pastor that day. Part of the heart that we have at our church um, is to be affectionate and loving and kind and gracious and to be near to each other. Um, but as Ecclesiastes says in that uh, passage that I preached on on Resurrection Sunday morning, that there is a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. And as much as it grieves my heart and it grieves, I know, most of your hearts, this is a time to refrain from embracing. And so we are asking you as your leaders of, our, of the leaders of your church um, to, 
uh, to respect that and to respect the space of others that um, even the brother or sister that you um, uh, that you know that may be young and healthy um, or may you may think they're young and healthy they may have a problem that you're not aware of they may be caring for a parent or a grandparent or an aunt and uncle who is not well and they are wanting to be cautious and careful about that and so you simply don't know even if you're a person who feels as if you have a lot of freedom right now. Your freedom cannot encroach on the conscience and safety and well-being of other people right now. And so we just want to encourage you, um, ask you as, as your pastor, um, as your elders, uh, to simply um, to obey what we're asking you to do. Friends, uh, we love you very much. Uh, this is a difficult, difficult season. It's a disappointing season. It's, it's hard, um, but it's not going to last forever. And so during this time, we believe that God has some things to teach us about what it means to love our neighbor, to set aside our own preferences and opinions for the sake of our neighbor and for the care of our neighbor. We also believe that in this time, God wants to deepen those relationships and friendships that we have in our small groups. And so we encourage you to do that. Uh, to find another family, another uh, group of friends, and to decide together how you would um, get together on a more regular basis. The book of Hebrews is clear that we should not forsake the gathering of God's people together. And that certainly includes Sunday mornings, and it also includes um, our day-to-day -day interactions. Earlier in the book of Hebrews, uh, the, the writer says um, that you should encourage one another every day that our relationships with one another in the church are relationships that we are to foster and are to be um, part of the the guiding force in our life. And so friends, we want to, uh, to seek to do that in this season. I love you very much and um, God bless you. Thank you for your, your prayers and those of you who have just simply acknowledged uh, to me and to our elders and to our staff some of the decisions that we are making right now and uh, just acknowledging the difficulty of all that. Um, we appreciate your love, your support, and your prayers. Uh, God bless you, and I hope to see you really soon.